What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a special episode of The Force Sensitive, and today I have Matt H. on as a guest, and I, I can tell you that he's a gentleman that I've spoken to a number of times but never really hung out with in person, and I feel like that does need to get fixed at some point because I, I feel like him and I are kind of parking our cars in the same garage more often than not. That being said, one thing we're not parking our same our cars in the same garage on is the Mandalorian, so he's come here to save my soul. Um <laughs> So uh, it's going to be a little bit different of an episode today, just more of a, a roundtable kind of discussion. I do have Gort with me. Hello. And uh, Matt, I'm going to leave it up to you to start. All right, Bobby. Um, I, <laughs> all right. You know, all right, Mr. Sir. All right. <laughs> it's time for the old man to take the young pup to school. <laughs> um. So I, I know how you feel about the Mandalorian. And when I was listening to it, you know, like when I heard that comment and we all know the comment, it hurt me a little bit. <laughs> I was like the native American in the old, um, you know, commercial where the single tear <laughs> ran down my cheek and into my beard. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I have to ask you, Bobby, and I know you've never really mentioned it. How do you feel about the genre of western movies or shows so i would say that it is not my favorite um okay i i I like a few it's one of those things where it's like um i think it's like reggae music to me or country country Mm -hmm. country western would that be another good example where it has to be uh it has to be a 10 to kind of you know what i mean For, for me to fuck with it so like i like um I like Tombstone. I like the mm-hmm. uh, the True Grit remake. I like okay. the uh, Christian Bale three ten to Yuma. And okay. I'm not sure if I could think of another one off the top of my head. Ooh. Well, have you having said that? I feel like you need to definitely check out one of Clint Eastwood's great westerns, which is The Outlaw Josie Wales. Okay. I mean, uh, I, I'm definitely familiar with it as a film. I have I haven't seen it to be fair, but I'm I'm familiar with it just from like the same way I'm familiar with Citizen Kane. I would highly recommend that, and I would highly recommend Unforgiven. Now I have seen Unforgiven. I saw that in the theater with my dad, and it was fine. And, okay, fair enough. Um, so having said that, people are probably like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" Some John Wayne shit. Um, no, I think most people <laughs> will probably make the connection. I feel like there are very heavy um, Western vibes throughout the Mandalorian. And I feel like if you're not a huge West, if you're not even like kind of not your bag kind of Western fan, it's not going to really hit the same, hit the same buttons. Um, and I would also wonder how do you feel about like uh, Kurosawa uh, seven samurai type shit? Never seen um, it. Okay. Um, All right. So, and, have you seen any Kurosawa movie? Uh, n- name me some other ones. <laughs> That's a no. Seven, Seven Samurai is the biggest. Right. No, um, I've, I, I, I'm familiar with Seven Samurai. You know what I mean? Like in the same way, I'm familiar with Citizen Kane, but I've right. never, but I've never seen it. So I feel like those two genres, um, they they really interconnect just in in modern kind of lore and storytelling for instance um the magnificent seven is based off of the seven samurai so basically i'm I'm familiar with that as well 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like there there's really a um, a dovetailing of those two genres, and I feel like with the Mandalorian, it's kind of added this space opera sci-fi fantasy kind of into that stew. Um, and I feel like if you don't appreciate, if you not even don't appreciate, I, I guess that's the wrong term, but aren't really a fan of those types of films. Like you're not, you're not enjoying the whole flavor of the stew, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's probably true. However, you know, mm-hmm. Kurosawa's Seven Samurai was a huge inspiration for Star Wars, period. Right. Yep. And uh, the Westerns are definitely a huge inspiration for Star Wars, period. Right, right, but I, I, you know, and I enjoy the fuck out of eight of those. Yeah. So, like, <clears throat> my my thing is, is that like I think because here's the thing, I love the last two episodes, and I really yep. like the first three. So, right, I don't think it's. I think that the, so it's like any story, right? So, like, am I and, and and don't get me wrong. I'm happy that people love it, and mm-hmm. and I um it's like I say it's kind of like the beach to me. Where like I get frustrated because I'm like, why don't I love this? This is my thing. Star Wars is my That's thing. Right. Why don't I love this? Um, but I don't, you know. And and when I when I when I talk about it, like the last thing I want to do is turn people off to Star Wars. But when I get, I think when I what rubs me the wrong way is when I talk to people and they talk to me as if it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to Star Wars. You know, and I'm like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? That, that, like, it, it, it rubs me the wrong way. Right. Now, that's probably coming off of dealing with people in the same age bracket that hate The Last Jedi that I had to just fight with for fucking three years. You know, <laughs> now loving this where I'm like, well, if this is what you wanted, you and I aren't even fucking looking for the same thing. Right. But the comment just for the new listeners or anybody they, the comment that he they, that man is talking about is a comment that I've been thinking for a while and held off uh for even longer and I don't even think when I first said it that I put that episode out publicly I think it was just a patreon thing but what I said was and I've said it since is that I think that the Mandalorian is a simple show for simple people that doesn't mean that I think that that component makes it inherently bad I think you can have a simple show for simple people and it also be great. Not to compare necessarily the two, but Dumb and Dumber is not for sophisticated people. But it's perfect. (laughs) Right. Fair. (laughs) You know? Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't have... I feel like the the Mandalorian... uh, It's like any other story where you have to have this... This bit in the in the beginning where you introduce the world, you introduce the characters, you introduce the players, and you kind of set the stage for your drama, right? And then at the end, you have to have some sort of resolution. It doesn't have to be fully resolved because it's going to be ongoing. Well, at least we thought it was at one point. It may not be anymore. But we thought it was going to be ongoing. They considered it was going to be an ongoing thing. So it has, But it still has to have some sort of resolution. You still have to feel somewhat fulfilled at the end of it. And then the middle bit is where they're supposed to really give you who these characters are, really give you what the stakes are, what the drama is, what the problems are, and how it ties into the larger themes of the, of the show and, and characters and world and all of that. And unfortunately, I think the middle is where they drop the ball, but the middle is where the talent needs to be. 
and I don't know mm. if that's what I don't know if it had the talent to do it. Yeah, I I can't totally disagree with you there. I mean, so so just before we really dive super super deep, yes, um, this was a show that me and my girls watched every Friday night. You know, we'd order a pizza, cook dinner, mm -hmm. and we'd sit down and watch The Mandalorian when it dropped. Now, my girlfriend, you know, grew kind of grew up with the movies. She likes them, but isn't like a hardcore fan right. like I am. Gotcha. My stepdaughter, who's 17, will be 18 next month. We watched the original trilogy, and she was just kind of like, eh, you know, the, the, the dog guy was kind of cool, you know. Right, 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 um, right, right. Like, not against it, per se, but not, like, a big fan. Right. But The Mandalorian got them got them both to kind of love Star Wars in a way. Mm. So maybe that kind of, like, skews my per perception right. of the show overall. So, um, so allow me to interject there. So that's the trump card, right? And there's yeah. there's nothing anyone can ever do against that. The moment that you're, like... Like what is this? Sh I haven't seen it yet, but what is this show that's on Netflix that's got everybody all all in a all in a tizzy? <laughs> uh, if you guys oh, with the uh, young girls. Yes. What is it called? Does anyone know what it's called? All right. Well, I, let's I go, don't let's, off the let's say, whatever. Let's say it's called Juicy Fruit, right? Mm -hmm. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I, I want to just so that I can have an opinion on the matter. Uh, right. But I'm holding my opinions until I actually fucking see the thing. I. Don't know the name of the show. Somebody had brought it up at work, and <clears throat> see, I, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to have an opinion on it. It just sounds like that's not for me. I'm, I'm not interested. Well, like, and, I walk and, away from something like that just as quick as I hear about it because it's like no. And there's nothing no wrong. With, and there's nothing wrong with that either. But Gort, I'm a guy who wants to have an opinion on everything. <laughs> you don't say, Bobby. <laughs> so I feel like in order to have an opinion on it, I need to see it. That being I think said. that that's a fair statement too. Right. Like, there's a lot of. How many times have you come across somebody? All of us. Oh my god! They have a strong opinion about something that they've never, never encountered or yes. experienced. One hundred percent. Right. One hundred percent. So, <laughs> if let's say I watch this thing, <clears throat> Juicy Fruit, and mm -hmm. it's just as the the most critical of the critics say, and it's disgusting, and it's it doesn't have a place in in humane entertainment right um if i bump into somebody and i start having that discussion with them and they're like well look i get where you're coming from but me and my kids watched this over dinner and really bonded it's like oh well fuck yeah well then it never mind it's you sh you should continue watching it do you know what i mean right and, and not that yeah. I, and, not, and not that i feel like the mandalorian is disgusting or anything like that or that i don't <laughs> right. or that i don't want people to watch it but like the moment you say, like, look, this is something me and my kids are into, it's like, well, then fucking, I wish I hadn't, I wish you hadn't even heard me say anything negative about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that yeah, shit no, does, I, it trumps everything. Right. And I mean, I, I still respect other people's opinions, and I'm not saying it's the greatest Star Wars stuff that's ever come out. It, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I feel like there's a lot there that we can really that I'm looking forward to with, especially with the new season. And I totally agree. There was some, that fucking episode with the dollar tree hand solo in it. Uh, <laughs> I, I was, uh, what was, we, we called him something on, uh, I think it was hand duet. Yeah. Like, that yeah, exactly. Right. 
And it, it was just, it was like, this was a throwaway episode. Then you have like this cool sniper, yeah. you know, that like, like, tell me more about her. I don't yep. give a fuck about this other guy. Yep. Uh, but they, but that, that's kind of a star Wars thing. I mean, look at fucking Darth Maul, you know, like yeah, the, the dude, like he was, he was like the advertisement for, uh, yeah, he was the marketing that, that and then it was like, okay, so he's got like literally ten minutes of screen time, and then he gets cut in half, and he was he's the, dead. He was the adult slash boys market, like, and there's they always do it. It's it's the Star Wars bread and butter that I feel like people don't talk about often enough. But there's always one target audience for the boys and adults, like marketing theme, and there's always mm-hmm. one for the young children and girls. Right since since Return of the Jedi. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And it, it, you're right. It doesn't get discussed, but you know, between the Porgs and BB-8 mm-hmm. yep. and all, and you know, Kylo it, it, and uh, Sith Troopers and like, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's always, there's always, <laughs> there's uh, the rule. It's the rule of two. This is the real rule of two. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, but, so I, I don't want to, um, like I want to get into this. I do. I want to like continue yeah. talking about it, um, even though I think we both kind of understand each other's perspectives. Because if I if I if I'm to be totally honest and really give a hard look to myself in the mirror, I'm hating on it a little bit too. Yeah, I'm def- I get it. I'm definitely hating on it a bit, and the reason why I'm hating on it is because it's super successful but doesn't have the soul of something that was hated by my peers. Yeah. And I can totally get that. I mean, the baby Yoda thing, like I, I feel like that's a level of marketing genius. Cause that's uh, to be honest, that's what the, the girls are. That's who they're into. Mm-hmm. They want to see baby Yoda doing baby Yoda things. Yep. Now, if, if they hire me to write, Season two of the Mandalorian halfway through it, baby Yoda catches a fucking laser blast to the face. (laughs) I don't think I could do it, dude. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could do it. And now it becomes a straight up revenge. Frank Castle, Batman style revenge story. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Where the Mandalorian is like, you were there. This guy was there. This lady was there. I'm hunting down you and everybody you've ever given a shit about, and I'm I'm murdering you. Yeah, that's how I would go if I if they put me in charge of season two. Um, the baby, the oversaturation, the memes, and the chicken nuggies, and all <laughs> this. I'm with you. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. It's fucking trash. I fucking hate it. But I don't think it's trash. I I I hear you in the oversaturation of like you know the the the. It's to be honest, dude. It's what they've tried to make work since Jar Jar, but it only finally really worked. The closest they've probably got prior to Baby Yoda is BB-8. Yeah, but like it, it hasn't really landed. Jar Jar kind of landed at first, and then people saw the movie. <laughs> right. They at first you just saw the the maquette of Jar Jar, and you're like, "Wow, he looks really interesting." And then you see him on film, and you're like, 
Nah, homie, no. that's kind of it was. <laughs> it was it was kind of like when you you don't really know a woman, girl, whatever in your dating life, and you're like, wow, she's a fucking smoke show, and like I I just want to you know I want to be her boyfriend or whatever, and then you go out on the first date. And she's dumb as a fucking sack of hammers and yeah. can't hold a conversation and whatever. And you're just like, wow, I was misled. Well, dude, so I feel like that. Go ahead. I feel like that's a Jar Jar thing. Well, even, I mean, I, I've, I've said this before, but even when I watched the trailer and I can put myself back in that 1998, you know, mindset, and I can still see them like riding those like dinosaur things coming out of the mist. And I'm like, man, this fucking crew's getting ready to be ill. Yeah, you know, and then I got to remember that he talks like a fucking dork, <laughs> right? Um, but like, so, but I, I, I like Baby Yoda. I think he's cute too. I, you know what I mean? Like when he hits the little button in the trailer and the fucking you know thing closes over top of him, I'm like, yeah, dude, it's fucking cute. What do you want? Um, yeah, no, it's he's definitely cute, but I feel like, especially like the internet, like. Like the, the chicky, I don't know what it is, but like the chick, like when somebody posts a meme or says something about chicky nuggies, yeah, I want to start don't like that choking either. them till I smell feces. Yeah, I, like I don't this, like that either. I, I don't like the, adding a why yeah. to shit in general that doesn't need it. Like, uh, my, uh, my, my wife's mother always said to my kids, like, take a nappy. And I, nappy? I just, I fuck it like for, as, as a nap. And like I yeah. just I fucking hated it. I fucking hated it. Like it drove me nuts. Um so I, I yeah, chicky nuggies is not for me either. But but outside of the kind of internet thing, I have um like I like him in the show. I like Baby Yoda in yeah. the show. Um Right. I think it's a good offset to yeah. the character. I agree. You know? I agree. Um And I and I, I, I Go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. No, 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 no. You go ahead. I also really am into the the lore of the Mandalorians. Like, I give me more of that. Um, you know, like Fat Boy Mandalorian is probably one of my favorites because I feel like, oh wow, Matt, you could actually be a Mandalorian. You know, you're slightly <laughs> overweight. Oh, did you wanted representation? Yeah, so I feel like <laughs> like like this dude's slightly overweight. He's not totally a dirtbag, right. and I'm all about. I'm all about your message. It's like, no, like these fucking people destroyed our culture and you're taking money for them. Fuck you. And I like, I could not get more behind that. Yeah. Um, Interesting thing too, with um, sort of like the culture and everything that they give us there. It's a pretty different thing than what you see in clone wars and rebels as a media. And I'm curious right. how they're going to connect that. Like, there's all the rumors of characters that we might see in the next season, and not really to jump too far ahead here, but kind of, I'm curious where that goes. Like, the culture is definitely cool, and I kind of like what I'm seeing in the Mandalorian better. Like, that's well, more I, in line with I feel like what that original vision always was. Like, there's a mystery to it, but I hope they do explore know, it. I, I hope they explore it. Like, you know, because I think that it has potential to explore a lot of things. You know, uh, yep. and I hope that they explore it. But what I, I, I need something to happen in it to make me care, because right now I don't care. I don't right. care if he lives or dies. Like I, I actually, I would probably be more upset if Baby Yoda died, because I care. Really, about him. I care about him. Yeah, I care about him because he's cute and he's a baby, and you want to take care of fucking cute babies. 
You know, like, um, but not that there's any character thing about him. It's just that I'm like protective of children, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. But like with him, it's I, just like I don't, I don't fucking like he. You know, he says eight words the entire show, which I get it. You know, the the man of mystery <laughs> and, and everything else. But it's like there, the, you you don't see his face until the end of it. And now we might get a new face soon, anyway. And like, yeah. And it's just like there, I have no. All of those things make sense to the character, but none of it makes me connect to the character. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, and I feel it's difficult. I feel like they they need to. I don't mind him not talking. I actually prefer it. The face reveal, I totally disagreed with. Like. I don't, I don't want to see his face. I don't right. like it, if you're building this culture that he doesn't take his, his helmet off. Okay. That's fine. And I feel like they could have shot that just from the back. So it just showed the back of his head. Yeah. Same, you know, same you, scene, but from the back. Yeah. yeah. 100% exactly. Um, yeah, I didn't go with that, but it's probably in his fucking contract. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that's the shit that like he's pissing me off right now with these. With yeah, these no, rumors. agreed. Like, and I'm trying not to hate him because we don't even know if the rumors right. are true, um, right? But that general I, kind of approach to this shit pisses me off, right? So, so if the rumors are true, let's say the rumors are true. Okay. So you're an actor, you got hired to play this character, and you knew what you're in for. Like you knew, you knew what was what was up. It wasn't like yeah. they hired you, and you're like, you're gonna be this guy. And then the first day of work, you're like, okay, get in this fucking rubber suit. It's like, well, wait a minute. Right. Yeah. And, like this and this had me, to have been well laid out. Right. And so it's yeah. not a surprise. Right. Um, and if if the rumors are true, like fucking replace him now. Yep. Like literally replace him now. Immediately. And fucking hire a mime. Yeah. There are plenty of mimes who are looking for work who can do all these like interpretive actions without using a voice and fucking hire that guy for a quarter of the price every it's a win-win and find a voice actor right exactly who's sort of similar right i almost wonder that they need to hire an additional person at all i mean the stuntmen in some cases did solid episodes from season one he's not in the episode he's a voice so i think they already have their mandalorian yeah, yeah I'm with I've it. said I'm it with you, um, to you, Bobby. Like, look, if they had to get a new voice and it's not a perfect match, guess what? He's got a new voice modulator in the helmet. It's it's fine. Right. Yeah, he takes a laser blast to the face. No, yeah. I, I do agree with you, though, Bobby, as far as um, there not being a lot of character development overall. And I feel like that's a little bit of lazy writing. Um, as, as far as they could do st- more flashback stuff, where it's not even him, you know, like, like, let's just say he's on the razor crest and he like looks at a instrument panel and has a flashback to yeah. do with that. Yeah. Um, and build up kind of a love or a kind of a, um, you know, a, a kinship with that character. I feel like they're trying to do a technique of, you know, the man of mystery. And I just don't feel like that really works for the modern audience. I feel like the modern audience wants some things to a degree spoon fed to them. You know what I mean? Well, like, uh, like even like, so like I would say in like in star Wars that Han Solo was kind of a man of mystery. Mm-hmm. 
and then but but like you connect with him and it, now some of that might just be you know that je ne sais quoi of fucking Harrison Ford you know reaching the height of human coolness to never be fucking paralleled again right right but also the fact that he does play into the story that you do get a bit of his character his personality and most importantly his swag and the fact that like everybody else seems so wholesome and like bread like like vanilla and then he just runs mm-hmm. around with like a fucking gun on his hip with a dog like fuck the world yeah i'm, I'm here for the cake <laughs> You know, like, right. but but it adds, it adds, like, and I, you know, I've said this a million times. Also, that like, I think that what Star Wars is missing is that person to call the world stupid all the time. I think the prequels needed it. I think the sequels needed it. I think um, Rogue One kind of had it. Like K two is kind of the one constantly telling, like, this whole thing is dumb. You guys realize yeah. that, right? This is stupid. Um, yeah. And, and Solo was that. Solo was that voice. So like, <clears throat> it makes you connect to him. Now, now on the other hand, Boba Fett, right? Man of mystery, has that je ne sais quoi, just the way he walks, the way he moves, like his slow, purposeful movements that make it seem like he's in total control at all times until he doesn't have control of his fucking backpack. But there's another story. <laughs> and um, he gets beat by a blind guy with a stick. Correct, correct. But that character is able to work as the man of mystery and not say anything and not show his face in empire because he's a background character. Right. But if he was the character you were supposed to be following, it's like, Oh, who gives a shit? Yeah. Well, I, I think with Boba Fett, especially it's, it was that, that, that costume design sells it. Correct. Cause he looks fucking cool. And the first time you see it, you're like, Oh wow, that, that dude looks like a badass, And it's not due to, you know, like, a tier acting it's just due to the Correct. good costume design and i feel like the mandalorian in retrospect you're like oh we've seen this we've seen this character design like and that's not immediately gonna pull you in yeah mm-hmm. i agree i agree i also think that like little things like vader saying to him no disintegrations it's like oh he, this is something this dude does right yeah, <laughs> yeah. like this dude's <laughs> not this dude ain't a trifling bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but I, I like, I, and I, I also want to harp on the fact that like when, when I was talking to Chan about it mm-hmm. and she said that what she finds alluring about the story is a kid who was robbed of his family to be adopted by this cult to find a new family only to abandon it to save a child. When she said that, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, that is great. Yeah. But I think I need those kind of character elements explored. That's usually something that's not lost on me, and it was lost on me. I needed somebody to paint that picture for me. So I need, right. I need, that, uh, I need that explored a bit more. You know, like, yeah. a lot of his decisions, the consequences of them don't seem to weigh heavy on him. And it's probably because he's so fucking quiet and... You know, and hides, and the only time he's got something to say is when he wants more screen time. Right. Rumor has it. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I do feel like, I feel like this second season is going to be the make or break for a lot of people. Um, If they, if they kind of ignore a bunch of stuff, if they kind of just gloss stuff over, and if they just make it a fan service handy jammer, you know, I don't think it's. Re- I, I think I even myself will start to lose interest in it. Um, 
I also like in, in this that there's no fucking Jedi. Like, I kind of dig that, you know? <clears throat> there's no Jedi. And I, I don't mind, like, Jedi interspersed, you know, in the story. That's fine. But if we look at all the Star Wars media up to date, barring Rogue One, which, in my opinion, is the best Star Wars movie ever made. Sorry, it's, Gort. It's in, <laughs> and it's in my top three. I, you know, there's no, guess what? There's no Jedi in it other than Vader at the end. So, oh, there's still no Jedi in it, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially absolutely. with that scene. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, no, I, 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 I feel do. like the, I do. I, I feel like the Jedi, I feel like the Jedi should be, again, I'm going to use the soup metaphor, should be the, the spice, the special ingredient in a Star Wars stew. And not the main focus of that Star Wars stew. I think we've done too much with the Jedi. And I am glad to see it not really be super involved in the Mandalorian. See, I think I'm not. I think I'm in a different boat there. Um, Okay. I think that. So I agree that the Mandalorian shouldn't have Jedi in it. But and I agree that Rogue One is better for not having them in it also. But I think that the Jedi should be. Uh, I'm not really fluent with stews, so you have to forgive me. Um, <laughs> but, like, let's take it to pasta, which I know a bit more about. Okay. I think that the Jedi should be the noodles. The Jedi, the Force, the light, the dark, all of that should be the noodles. It should be the base. But I see. But you don't have to have the noodles like you're going to get an appetizer. You're going to get a salad, a, a side salad. They even call it a side Ooh. salad. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like like you can get a um, you know, a, a little side thing also, a little uh, extra shrimp just on the side. And those things, I don't need the pasta on. But the main dish, I need the pasta. So what, what I guess what I'm trying to say is that like episodic films that are like this this is the Star Wars films. Should always, in my mm-hmm. opinion, deal with the Jedi, the Sith, the dark, the light, the Force using people. <laughs> uh, what did they say in okay. CB four? They were like, "Yeah, bitches, hoes, people with pussies." Like a like light side, dark side, people with Force. Um, You're right. I think that that should have it. Now, on the on the on the flip side, I I love the idea of you can go on this separate little path and this own little adventure here, and it, and when whenever you explore that, I think that the Force using people. Should be, almost be like celebrities, like if you right, if like you're backseat, yeah, like if you catch one, if you see one, if you encounter one, it's a special moment, and then you move on, right? Like so, I'm I'm good with it, but like it's gonna be hard for me to to want to follow the Mandalorian if Ahsoka plays a major role in the second season. I'm just gonna be like, hey, can we change the title of this thing? Yeah, yeah, I I understand that. I, I can understand that. And I, I do, I totally get what you're saying and I 100%, you know, respect it. Um, there, there was a lot there, in my opinion, there were a few episodes that it was like just really bad casting. There was a, like a lot of overacting, but like, that's I, that, I don't that's know. That maybe, prison. That's that prison episode. When you say that, oh, that's, that's the episode that pops to mind of the overacting, the overdramatized, like that prison ship. But can we just all agree that Bill Burr saved that episode? Oh, uh, that, yeah. I, 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 absolutely. I, I never, the fact that when, as soon as he made fun of those rebel shoes, 
I mean, the, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like, like <laughs> the Republic guy shoes. Like that was the shit. Like because I like see, I like that Star Wars is missing the that that swag that Bill Burr Han Solo. Like I'm here to say that this is dumb. Those shoes are dumb. The right. audience already knows it. I'm just letting them know that I'm in on the joke. Right. Uh, yeah that that episode. I like that episode overall, but the fucking Twilek with the fucking hissing and like, like, yeah, God like bless. are you, I, are you trying to be like a like are you a vampire? Like, is it the early nineties <laughs> where you're trying trying to get in the goth club? You it's know, like she, she was part of like a background vampire and once bitten. Right, exactly. It's like, what are you doing? I and I mind the big devil dude. Like, I know you you weren't a big fan of his, but the the hissing, and then the brother, like, yeah, those like, two were the worst. Absolutely. Um, I would kind of like to see Bill Burr come back in season two. Yeah, be good. With like, that. um, but does he need his friends? No, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think that he really does. Um, you know, and then that, those final two episodes were fucking amazing. Yeah, they were great. They were great. They, they were, they were the best that that show had to offer was the last two episodes, you know? And like, and like, so that's the thing is that like, I think that a lot of times the way I, the brushes that I use to paint the picture about how I feel about the Mandalorian, that it often tends to put it a certain way that I don't necessarily feel because I don't hate the show. I like the show well enough. I hate, it's like, it's like fucking Tupac. I think his music's fine. I'm just tired of fucking hearing you tell me how fucking great he is all day. You know, like that's, yeah, how, that's, I, I, like, that's how I felt in the nineties. Mm. Like, like no. I, it's, it's like this, this, this like almost rebellious nature of like, Stop telling me how fucking great this is when I think it's average. And just let me, like, the fact that I have to hear about how fucking great it is makes me like it less. And I know that's not fair. And that's why I said in the beginning that, like, there's a part of me that's also hating on this thing. And I recognize that as I, being a flaw of mine. Well, I, I get it. it. It's just you're you're tired of here. And I don't disagree. You know, if somebody was like, Rogue One, blah, 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 and said a bunch of, like, I would probably agree with them. But if they said, you know, and you probably hear it far more than me because I'm kind of this fucking old outlier to the entire community. Um, you know, if I heard how great the Mandalorian was every day and it's like, yeah, I, I could see how that would wear on you. And then even though you're not totally against the Mandalorian, but Part of you kind of holds a grudge against it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're like... Yes. <laughs> and I know it's not fair. It's, right. You well, know. as long as you can recognize that, that's, that's like, huge. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I, I just feel like it, the Mandalorian, like I said, the girls love it, so, like, we can all watch this super nerdy shit, right. which I have to closet, you know, like, my 40K stuff, my Star Wars stuff. Right. My, you know, minor transformer interests, you know, like I, I can't really, I can't really like just sit down and be like, have you ever heard about Logan Grimnar? Do you want to know about him? Right. You know, they, they don't give a shit. So 
watching the Mandalorian with them, they'll like ask me a question like, oh, well, why is this like this? And I'm like, well, I think it's this way because, you know, in this movie, this happened. So maybe my perspective is definitely skewed about how good I think the show is, is because they love it so much. And it gives me an opportunity to kind of just fucking nerd out, you know? And that's, I mean, like, so what you're describing in my outward, in my outward appearance, right? In my outward, what I publish on, on fucking platforms and, you know, everything outside of the intimacy of my home, I have the, the, a very large middle finger raised to the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. However, in the privacy and intimate uh, space of my private home, it's watched a fair bit because okay. my kids love the sequel trilogy. My wife loves nine. So like Star Wars to me, like I said, is like pizza, right? So like I would prefer not to eat Chuck E. Cheese. But if it's either Chuck E. Cheese or nothing, well then fucking let's get, let's get some tokens. Let me get in that pissy ball tank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, so, so like I, I can appreciate, I can appreciate the family aspect, and I think that's what is fucking special about Star Wars is that it is this generational thing that gets passed down. Like, oh. my father passed down mm-hmm. the shit to me, and I was able to appreciate it differently than he was, and then I'm passing it down to my kids, and they'll appreciate it differently than I will. Um, and I love that, but like, I just like there's, I, there's just so much I love about the ingredients to this show. I just need the shit to be mixed differently or properly the, or the right. right or the portions, you know, put in differently to, to actually make me enjoy Cause like, I love them. I love the crew and I, I, I hope that they can bring the, the droid back somehow, but like, yeah, it's a good looking crew. Like the baby, the Mandalorian, the, the, the chick, the droid, Cara Dune. Yep. And then the old dude, like it fucking, it's fucking a match made in heaven. It's like a perfect looking crew. You got like old guys, right. young guys, babies, droids, badasses, yeah, boobies, yeah. Plus Gina, which I can just look at forever. But she, you know, she. Um, <laughs> somebody else pointed out to me that the two of them unfollowed each other on Instagram. And I know that's a lame ass thing to say. Um, it's trust right. me, you hate to hear it. I hate to say it, but that does mean something today. Yeah, it kind of does. I mean, she's. She has her opinions and I don't agree with all of them or whatever, but what I can respect about her is, is if somebody says something and she's like, this is my opinion, you know, and she just fucking doubles down, which is dangerous. It's dangerous in this, in this day and age. Um, I, I think they need to replace Pascal. If he's going to be that much of a little fucking douche canoe, like fucking goodbye. <laughs> yeah, if the, if the allegations are true, I want to continue to say that because we don't we don't right. know. And I've seen Star Wars smear campaigns start in a number of different ways over the past three years. So yeah. I, I, I want to make sure that I that we that we drive yeah. it home. And this one really comes straight up rumor. <clears throat> There's nothing concrete. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, you yeah. get these tidbits from people on YouTube and. I don't trust half of anything that these people say. They'd say anything for a view. Like, they sold their soul a long time ago. There's a fair amount of them that are that way, and there's also a fair amount of them that just want Star Wars to fail. 
That's right. a different kind of person. Yeah, but I mean, those those are those are two types that are on there. There was that one guy, and I uh, I read an article about it, and now I can't remember. But he he got like a huge following, like of shitting on episode eight, like him, and there's a couple other like most people know like the usual suspects, right? Got a huge following out of nowhere, and then like it was later on like revealed that like he he wasn't even a fan really. Like, he kind of casually knew the movies from growing up, like, didn't own a piece of merchandise, and you know what I mean? Like, it was all, like, Ugh. watching YouTube algorithms and just being like, well, I'm going to cash in. I did a fucking, uh, I did this, I've been doing this Force Friday thing for over a year now, I think. Yep. Just, just to, in an attempt to kind of pump, like, either a different point of view, because many things will depend on your point of view, or some positivity into that fandom. And I've only had one video take off. And the title of that video is Black Series Failed Lines. Was Wow. Yeah. See, that blows my mind because to me, like, that's that's the highlight of your YouTube channel. Like, I look forward to that shit. You know, I look forward to all the videos. But, you know, when it's like a Transformer, when it's fucking Dingle Bop, Beep Bop, I'm just kind of like... <laughs> You know, like to be totally honest, I give it a like, but I might not watch it. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Um, but like the Force Friday, the sit down Saturday stuff, you know, especially when it's in regards to Star Wars, I'm fucking all in, dude. Yeah. And that that blows my mind. Like, why are the these motherfucking haters, man? I know. Like, like stop, stop it. You know did did you do you enjoy anything of this? See, that's the like, thing. Just, is that like that's and that's the kind of tightrope I always had to feel like I'm walking with the Mandalorian is because I in spite of how I feel about it, which is just that it's fine. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's it right. it's, it's not even that I feel poorly about it. I just feel that it's fine. In spite of that, I'm very self-conscious about tr- like I never want to ruin something for someone else. Well, to be fair, Bobby, to be fair with that, if if literally some dude on the internet says something and it, it, it ruins your experience, well, you're probably softer than baby shit to begin with. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, well <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, um, let me, let me, let me un- unpack that a bit more then. Because I, I don't mean like, I mean that like, for instance, let me give an example where it's, where it's to me, right? Where I, something has been ruined for me in a, in a sense. Uh, okay. We just went and watched my family and I watched all of the DC uh, universe films, and we really enjoyed them. Like, with the exception of like two, we really enjoyed them. But the <laughs> but the but watching the fucking Martha scene, which is a scene that almost moved me to fucking tears the first time I saw it, it now has this stink on it. And I don't agree with with the perception of that scene. I think that people largely miss how fucking great that scene is. And it still feels good to me, but I can smell the meme on it now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, get, I get that. You know, I definitely, I definitely get that. But at the end of the day, you still enjoyed the film, correct? Correct, correct, correct. So, I mean... But I'm saying that like I, something that was at a hundred percent for me is now at like a ninety-seven, and it's three percent that just to satisfy some fucking people that don't get it in the first place. Right, right. I, I, I totally, I can totally dig where you're coming from with the Mandalorian. I think season two is go- it, it has to it has to really amp itself up, 
And I also feel like they need to stick with a cat cast of directors. Like that fucking Bryce Howard episode. Was that the Cara Dune one, Gort? Yes. yes. That, that had the potential of being great versus just pretty good. Um, I think there were a lot of, a lot of film, like framing choices. Um, I didn't really care for the story of, you know, this, this fucking lady kind of falls in love with the fucking man. Like, get that the fuck out of here. You know, (laughs) I kind of want my Mandalorian to be sexless. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want him interested in anything. Yeah. Like I said, like a Batman type, I guess the mission that matters. Yeah, it's the mission and nothing else. Like, right. I don't want him like, oh, I'm going to take off my helmet so we can share a loving kiss right. over the, right. by get, the box of tent. I get that. You know, I think they really need to tighten up on who they have directing the shows, and they have to tighten up on the writing. And I think the biggest thing they need to do, like Gort mentioned earlier, is bring all this Mandalorian shit kind of into the same realm you know you got sabine that never that rarely wears a helmet and then you have this clan that you know never takes their helmets off like this is the only clan that seems to not take the helmet off and it's a huge deal (laughs) and everybody else is like i can't wait to get this thing off look at my face (laughs) but you know like i think that that's a good point though is that like this is it's like clone wars like clone Mm. wars cleaned up the, the prequel trilogy with spick and span like they cleaned that whole fucking trilogy with right. with one show, and like I think that that is something that the Mandalorian can do is it can do some some house cleaning if it wants yeah. to, and stuff like like making sense of the Mandalorian culture and stuff and why Sabine is one way and you know th- this guy's obviously different and all of that like that stuff that you can do and and it means more it matters right. Right. I, I also think that like the, 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 the you were talking about the the Howard um episode. Um the one thing I did like about that with the with the female and all like the interest there and I'm with you. I don't think that he I think it should be about the mission with him. But I did like the idea of him being given this opportunity. If Temptation. He, if, yeah, like if he wanted to, his life could theoretically change right now. And he and can be somewhat normal. Yes. Yeah. And, and like, you know, he could have, uh, you know, I think what's it seems like anyway, what's the perfect life in Star Wars, like as, as good as it gets, like, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, but but he, he turned it down for the mission. And I do like that little nugget about it. Right. You know, and, and that's what it keeps coming back to me is like, like, I just have to dig deeper to kind of find the meaning in some of this for me. You know, like yeah, um, no. And the second episode is that the one where he fights the 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 woolly mammoth rhino? Yeah, yeah, with a delicious egg. Yeah, so I'm not even crazy about that episode. I like the first one. I like the third one, and then I love the last two. And uh, like Esposito's character, I don't know if that's how you say his name. I'm not good at names. Yeah, Esposito. Esposito, like, yes. I fucking love this dude. That dude is the best bad. Like, like that. If he, you're casting Magneto. Um, that's a dude that needs the new the new Magneto role, and we'll just fucking figure it out. We'll figure it the fuck out um, because he plays that cold, calculated villain like nobody else. He might um, be my favorite live action Imperial 
like leader, with the exception maybe of Krennic. Um, just because really? I, I relate to Krennic a lot. Like this, just this fucking guy that just is can't fuck. No, he's a guy you just can't fucking get right. You know, no matter how much he tries, like he's never gonna fucking make it. You know, like right. uh, I just I get that, and I, like I've said this before too. But like, there's just the fact that he has like the Australian accent, and everybody else speaks in the British accent around him. Like, he's just he's, there's just <laughs> something off about the dude his entire fucking all, life. All, all of like your your thoughts and your like kind of. I'm going to call them like fan theory, really. You know, I don't know where some of it does or doesn't come out of like like the books because Esteban gets heavy on on the book stuff with Krennic. But everything you say about Krennic makes me really enjoy that character. And I I was watching Rebels the other day, and they just name drop him in an episode where they they have like a big Kyber crystal that they you know they'd be taken to the Death Star project, I guess. And and I got excited. I was like, cool, yeah. I kind of <laughs> wish it was in the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, and well, like he needs just... he needs to wear the white. Just so you fucking see him, right? Like, I hey, was just gonna say that <laughs> I work here, guys. You fucking you heard about me? I fucking I'm, I'm, I'm kind in, of a big deal. I'm a big cog in this fucking thing. <laughs> you know? Don't you forget it? <laughs> and like the stormtrooper, my head, like the stormtroopers are over to the left. Like, yeah, like what? Uh, what? Look, who, look who it is. It's uh, don't tell me, don't tell me. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's how that's how he's viewed. Manwich, cynic? No, no, you're a cynic, dude. His name is something else. Um. Anyway, um, here's something else I want from from this show that I think the show is in a great place to do and kind of toyed around with in the first couple episodes is just explain the fucking environment that we're in post Jedi. Yes, yes, like like what what is actually the Imperials? Are the Imperials on the run? Have they set up like? Do they have outposts? Is it a continuing? Is it a continuing shit? Like, Correct. are you doing like? Bob? mop-up operations Correct. or are you just kind of yeah I, i'd be it's interested to see that it's something that they do need to explore and like look a, we know the comments about a book like a book might have explained some of this already and i could tell you that it has but that's in the book this is the show this is the real canon right. at this point right. <clears throat> yeah you know? and like i i know when, whenever i say that um you know that if it's not on screen it, it doesn't matter and i know that yeah. I, know, I know and i know that esteban <laughs> every time i say it he cringes <laughs> but like, but, but but like, I don't, I don't mean Sorry, that it, do, yeah, because I, I, I don't mean that it doesn't, I don't mean that it doesn't matter. I mean that it broadly doesn't matter because like, while I might be with Esteban, there's things that have happened in comics and in books where like I hold on to that shit, like it's as yeah. important to me to the Star Wars lore as anything else. But the problem is, is now I see the lore through a totally different eye, eye like vision than anyone else on the planet because me and the sixteen other people that read that particular book. Are the only people that bond over it, right? So, um, that's what I mean when I when I when I say that it's not on screen. It doesn't matter. It's just that like it doesn't matter broadly. You know what I mean? Like it just it just matters to the people that happen to read that book. Also, too, when they do make changes or they happen to get rid of anything, that's the first stuff to go every time. Oh, unfortunately, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because because it's it's the easiest stuff to write out without anybody knowing. Like I I remember that. you know, like like when when the trailer came out for nine, and it was like, uh, you know, oh, they fly now, <laughs> they fly now, and then like Star Wars fans were like, oh, fucking Kathy Kennedy doesn't know that they flew in episode in fucking issue three of Rebels <laughs> from Marvel Comics in August of two thousand seventeen. Right. Dude, shut the fuck up! Don't right. ever fucking interrupt me again. You know what I mean? Like, I never want to have to see your tweet interrupt my flow with your bullshit. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, 
It's a yeah. fucking comic, dude. And if you think for one second these people that are involved in, in, a, in a movie that potentially is going to make them hundreds of millions of dollars give a shit about your Marvel comic, you're fucking wrong. And George Lucas didn't either. Nobody cares. Except for you, you fucking little chud. <laughs> yeah, and like that's the thing is that like, as long as you enjoy it and you keep a level head about the shit, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, I, yeah. Love, I, I love this book and I love these, these troopers fly and then... You know, and like I'm the type of dude that I didn't read that fucking comic, right? But not that I'm above reading Star Wars comics. I just haven't enjoyed much that Marvel has done in regards to them. Give me the Dark Horse stuff all day. But yeah. had I did read that fucking comic, I'm the type of guy that if I saw that that clip in that fucking trailer, I would have thought to myself, okay, they're not familiar with this comic, and they probably shouldn't be because Star Wars isn't their life. Right. But then the next part of my brain would say, well, yes, this character did see them. This other character has never seen the flying type. So when he's saying, do they fly now? The other guy's saying, like, yeah, yeah they fly now because he's familiar with it. Like, right. I, I, would just, know. I would just explain it away in my headcanon and move the fuck on. Right. Right. Yeah. It literally would be like, oh, that person has never seen them fly and is legitimately asking Oh, they fly now, and this other dude, like you said, has seen it. Well, like, I mean, how, even why? even that scene, not to really drone on it there, but like from three PO and Finn, it sounds like a question. Poe sounds like he's fed up with the fact that they're saying it. They fly now, like just yeah. move on. He's yeah. the one that wants to move on. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like I, I I think there's a lot going on in that world. I read the like the aftermath books when they came out. The first two, anyway. I think I lost interest by the third one. But one of the things that was cool in those books, and I'm not sure if you've read them, Matt, um, or or, or kind of vaguely possibly aware of them. maybe. Okay. Well, one of the things that they did was like between every four, fourth or fifth chapter, they would give you like a little slice of life chapter. It would only be like three or four pages that had nothing to do with the arc of the book. It was just about what was going on, like with the culture, like the temperature check of the universe. And, like, yeah. some of the stuff that they were tapping into was, like, just so fucking interesting. Like, people trading Imperial Guard helmets, like, on the black market because there are now collectors out there of what the Empire used to be. You know, like, yeah, give me that type of shit. Yeah, give me that shit where it's, you know, what, what, okay, I was, I was a fucking stormtrooper for, you know, 10 years or whatever. Or I'm a fucking um, TIE fighter pilot. Like, okay, the Empire has fallen. Like, I, I see the handwriting on the wall. Um, what do I do now? Like, wh- where where's my, li- where's my life in this universe? Yeah, give me that stuff. I want to know what the Imperials are up to. Um, you know, if there, are, if there are more Jedi kind of out there. Show me the like, problems the government shit. is having getting back on its feet. Like, the... Right. You know, it's very easy to, like... It's very... Like, I mean, this sounds terrible, once again, I only approach this shit mainly with fucking the. When I'm talking about the universe, I'm talking about it inside the fucking universe. Don't don't tell me about what's going on in Syria. I don't care. But like, um, it's very easy to be like a terrorist organization where you don't have to be responsible for the people right. that you intend on governing one day. But when you overthrow a tyrannical government and you take control, well, now it's time to shit or get off the pot. Now you have to really show what your intentions are to bring these, these virtues and values that you, that you claim to believe in to, to fruition. You know, so like, I want to yeah. see all that stuff. Like, that's like the world-building elements that I'm, I'm, I hope that they can highlight a bit, just even in the background. You know, like, 
you know, if he bumps into somebody and they're like, well, you hear about what they're doing. They're trying to set it up on Coruscant. They're not sure it's going to work. And, you know, something like that is like, okay, cool. Right. Something. Well, I mean, it looks like there's going to be a fair amount of opportunity for that. In the trailer for season two, the looks like they're on, you know, Mon Cala because we see a whole water planet with Quarren and the Mon Calamari. So let's figure that that was always a planet that was important in the Republic and right. in the Empire. So and if this is a new Republic planet at this point, likely, right. maybe we get some of that status. Like, you know, yeah. what is the nature of someone like the Mandalorian? You know, how welcome is he on that planet? Yeah, I would love that. Right. You know, they're shoving him on a fishing boat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, very look my master and commander. Um, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and there's as much dialogue in that movie as there is in fucking Mandalorian. So, like, just sitting out <laughs> looking out the seaport. Um, but, like, I, I think that, I, I, like, I think the, 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 like I said, the, all the ingredients are there for me to love it. It just, it just, they yeah. need to make it into something that I actually love. Um, that, that, uh, that, that Rhino episode didn't do it for me. The fucking um... I li- see, see. I like that to a, to an extent because it kind of showed that he's not like this invincible badass. Like he gets fucked up right, by yeah. a bunch of fucking Jawas, right. and then the Rhino. Like I I love that because I I don't want you know a perfect character. Like to me, a, I would love it in a Batman movie if Batman's like getting dressed up. And he's like putting on the fucking bat suit and he like runs by his desk and stubs his toe. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, let me let me clean yeah. that up a little bit. Let me clean that up a bit. And that's why I like to have people with different like va- like like vastly different views in mind, because it, it, it helps me understand how what I am saying is coming across. Um, right. Let me clean that up. If that was as uninteresting to me as it ever got, I probably would have loved the series. Hmm. It's the fact that, like, that, to, to bring it to your metaphor, that might have been a stub toe for me, that episode. A stub toe, you, yeah. you stub your toe, you, you get on with your day. You, you say one curse word, you get on with your day. Mm-hmm. But then in episode four, five, and six, I, I, I got in a bar fight and got my ass kicked. Then I got, I got shot in my shoulder in the, in the Mose Eisley one. And then, uh, yeah. and then the prison episode was like a, I got jumped into a gang. So, like, now that fucking stub toe feels a little worse. Right, you know. Yeah, no, I I dig it. But it's, uh, but yeah, I agree. I don't think it's a. I don't think that episode is inherently a bad episode. I think that honestly, I think the only like just top to bottom bad episode is the Filoni one. You know, like it's, it's the uh, it's the Mos Eisley one. Um, well, he he did two. He's that one and the first one. Oh, he did the first one. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, well, no the, shit. Yeah, well, the first one's good. Um, but like that uh that that. That one is is a bad episode, and then the two that surround it aren't aren't good to me. So the the fact that they're all yeah. sitting together like the fucking three Stooges, it like it just puts so it's much like, weight on that scale. It's like not only did somebody fart in your dining room, but took a shit on your dining room table. Y- yeah, Bobby. and like all within like three hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, right. Right. <laughs> Let, let, let me ask you yeah. now in that fifth episode where they're on Tatooine, what would you say the positives are that like what are the gains that okay. you get out of that see i like this this is a good exercise this is yeah. a good exercise to do for all of them for me um <laughs> uh so i'll tell you the fact that the droids took over the bar okay yeah 
That's what I like about it. I like Lando's that. Lando's droid got her revolution. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just the fact that, like, they, you know, the droid, how the droids are seen in Star Wars is fascinating to me, even though I'm not a huge droid fan. Like, I like R2 and 3PO, but, like, if I'm buying Hot Toys, they'd be the last two I bought. Hmm. Um, what, what if there was a Hot Toys chopper that. <laughs> yeah. all the dialogue when you hit the button same 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 thing like i i don't connect to the droids do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. generally speaking i love them i love r2 i love 3po and I, those, those might be the only two that i really love i love bb8 um but i don't really connect to any of the other ones but the fact that yeah. like there was this droid army that like put this this fucking galaxy in peril for so long to a point where people hate them so fucking much that they won't even let them in the bar like, they're not even welcome. They got to go stand outside. I can't fucking bear to look at them. I'm putting a sensor here at the door just so I know when they're coming in. It's some Jim Crow shit. Yeah. Yeah. It really, I mean, it really is. And then you take that element, and after the dust has settled and the war is over and everything comes, the droids still got to come in, and now they're running the joint. I just, yeah. I just dig that, like, the, the poetry of that, the, that poetry of Star Wars. You know, I, I love that. And it's simple, and I think they really need to do those. And they, so that's some world building shit too, mm-hmm. you know. So you kind of get, you kind of get it all there. And I think they really need to kind of focus on that kind of stuff versus more of the fan servicey, like the super fan servicey stuff. Right. Um, I you mentioned it before in the prison episode when the fucking X wings came. Yeah. It's like three X wings, and you're on this. You're on this. What? What's basically a little space station, yep. and you're shitting your pants that much because <laughs> it's three fucking X wings. Yeah, like oh, these dudes are bringing the ruckus, and we should be afraid. Yeah, and I mean, like that. That is something I, I'll give the Disney era to the day I die. Is that like they made X wings seem intimidating, where to, right. to me they used to seem like the Honda Civic, and now they seem right, like an A ten. Right. Right, like you see those on the horizon, and it's like, well, fucking bend over and kiss your ass goodbye, kind <laughs> yeah, of deal. Yeah, and and I'll be uh, honest with you, even like now, like like having seen like the kind of the way that they're introduced in uh, in the Force Awakens, the way that they fly into Edu on Rogue One, and this uh, the ship with the Mandalorian, like actually, even the way they come in to Scarif on Rogue One, um, right. All of those components now, when I go back and I see them taking off from Yavin, I'm fucking hair standing up on my arm right now thinking about it. It's like, oh shit, like that's a fucking, like, that's not just like, you know, their their fleet. Like, that's a fucking shit ton of like death bringers. Right. You yeah. Know, <laughs> you know, like, and, and, and it's. Well, mine is Porkins. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I, and I feel the same way, uh, you know, I kind of feel the same way now, even more kind of personified when, um, you know, when uh, when 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 they show up at, at in the resistance resistance march of uh, episode yeah. seven. You know, it's like holy shit! Like now, when it's like it's the resistance, and then you, it cuts to them like coming over the water, so to speak. It's like mm-hmm. it's like oh shit! Like like you're in you're in for it now. Whereas before, I would have been like, yeah, so what? Else? What else are they going to come in? Of course, they're going to come right. in. Right. Yeah. No. It it definitely builds up the the 
the lore and and kind of adds and i feel like that if they really don't kind of do a lot of that stuff in the you know next season they're really missing a huge opportunity like you said this is this is the chance where they can flesh all that stuff out and they don't have to put it in a movie you know um like that time period is real interesting i'm i'm really excited to see who tomorrow Tamora Morrison plays, and I'm crossing my fingers it's not Boba Fett. Because to be honest... I don't think it is. To be honest, if it's Boba Fett, I might just sit with the girls and fuck around on my phone when the show is... Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate that motherfucker. I hate him. Well, who do you want it to be? I want it to be Cody. And okay. I'm, okay. Me and, me and Gort kind of talk about, uh, you know... I'm trying to get through Clone Wars and there's really like I'm having a hard time with it. Um Are you watching it episode by episode? Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that, dude. Like I like the way <laughs> see, the- see, that's the thing. I, I agree and disagree with that, but but I think that it's right to almost skip around a little bit. The, the way, in my opinion, the way to approach that series is to look up one of those required reading lists. Yeah. Watch those episodes. If you love it. Then you can go back and enjoy the fluff. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, there there are just episodes where it's about the fucking droids. And yeah. I don't give a fuck. I right. don't care. Right. Give me that Anakin, Ashoka, yeah. you know, Obi-Wan, the uh, Mandalorian shit. I don't care about this fucking electrical monster that, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. How far are you? You know? Uh, I think I'm like season four, five. Okay, you're in oh, the and shit. the fucking and the fucking fat the uh, the Jabba nephew shit. Like that shit was fucking whack as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like the uh, you talk about was it that the 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 uh are you talking about zero in rota yeah the yeah, yeah. get the fuck out of here yeah, with that yeah, that was yeah. trash but that was like that shit i mean because that was in the movie that movie was yeah. so bad to me that like i stopped collecting star wars i stopped reading star wars like that is you know even episode nine you know withstanding that is the worst uh that that movie had the worst impact on my star wars fandom were you almost out at that point? Yeah, I mean, I basically was. I mean, I, like, I, I still love the prequels and I love the original trilogy, but like, I stopped collecting three and three quarter. I stopped kind of reading the books and the novels and the comics and all that. Like, I pretty much just sat it all in the back seat. So you w- could you say that that film was like that first time you get really drunk off a particular liquor and you just swear off it? You're like, nope. Yeah, Not yeah, 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 yeah. Like the next morning, like God, if you get me through this, yep, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, even if you smell it, you're just like, like, nope, dude. I'll tell you to this day, I got so fucked up uh, in high school off Irk and Jerk E and J. Jesus. So let me tell you, there was like a there was a train, like because my. The town I grew up in sits between Baltimore and Washington, and the BWO runs between Baltimore and Washington, right? Like, so like that that there was a train that like broke down or something. Anyway, these guys from the town I grew up in allegedly cracked into this fucking train car and took or helped themselves 
to all of these cases of E&J. Oh, Jesus. Like, loaded them up on a truck, like, the whole thing. So, like, every party you went to was catered by E&J for years. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and um, I got so tore up off that shit one night. Like, to this day, I can't I, – I started drinking because I, I drank cheap shit. You know what I mean? I was, like, you know, I was a kid. Um, right. And, like, to, I switched to Christian Brothers. Like, and to this day – the smell of E&J will turn my stomach, and that that same night I had Papa uh, Papa John's pizza. I like I won't I won't go near a Papa John's. Yeah, and and the Papa John's just a casualty of war. Had nothing to do with it, but, but like he's right. he's guilty by by affiliation now. Like, yeah, <laughs> you were hanging out with those dudes. So fuck you. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it did. I mean, it was it was a really bad experience. But when you know, as that as that shit moves on, and you're in the thick of it now, so um, right, you know, the quality does increase. But it definitely does. But that 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 zero episode came. It was like <laughs> it was like I was really enjoying it. I think it fell some. It fell after one of my favorites, which is the um, I can't think of the name of it. But basically, it was about the clone troopers and the fucked up clone that like wasn't part of the squad like they just he was like a little janitor dude oh dude dude you, you haven't seen the last of him man dude i well the episode where he dies oh okay all right you saw that then he's done uh, the last dude it's so fucking, I was, you saw the last of him i i don't get broken up a, about yeah, too man. much it's fucking heartbreaking i'm like oh man like that's my like oh like this dude is like that's the guy i want on my team like He's not perfect, but like he's he gives it his fucking all. Heart. He's got yeah. heart for days. Yep. That that I mean that is like the, the, that's what makes the Clone Wars series so great is that like there is this great thread and storyline with Ahsoka and Anakin, and then in the midst of that, you get to build a bit upon the complexity of Anakin and Sidious, and the complexity of Anakin and Obi Wan, and all that shit is great. Makes the whole sequel scene better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, one hundred percent. But the heart of that shit is that fucking crew, that fucking clone yep. crew, fives mm-hmm. and Wolf and Echo and um, Rex and like that squad, <coughs> and following them and where it all ends up and like ah, dude, 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 it, it like the good of that is it's so it's it's like it's 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 there's shit that happens in the Clone Wars show that's right up there with I am your father. Like it's on that level to me. Yeah. I'll just have, I'll just have to keep struggling through with it. <laughs> yeah. And, and like yep. I said, I, I would I, like that. I mean, you, you've already made it past the worst of it. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, the, the, now, my, my advice to anybody else is required reading and then go back if you enjoy it. Go ahead, Gort. Not, not to say that every sort of genre that like a particular story arc is going to, you know, emulate is going to be to your liking, but, Kind of that halfway mark in season three, that's where they're getting into like the Citadel and, and Anakin's, uh, not Anakin, I'm sorry, right. Ahsoka stuck on the planet with like the, you know, the kids and stuff with the Trandoshan hunt. And all yeah, those, that's a like, good episode. I've seen that one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. All, all these three part story arcs. And that's where that show really gets good. Like they're telling like proper, like anthology stories. And before that, it was very episodic. Yeah, and the Freak of the Week. Monster of the Week. Yeah. The first two right. seasons, and I'm never going to think that they're bad, but they are, you know, by far not as superior as the rest of that series happens to be. Like you're, you're into the home stretch. 
I think that it gets it better just, and better. It right just hasn't found itself yet. A season seven. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it's it's like enough. it's it's like um like I always say with like a lot of like great like legacy musicians like it's not until that like second or third album where they end up becoming who they were meant to be. Well, you know, the question too is how much of what was George Lucas's involvement? You know, by the time that it has that shift, and you know, what's Filoni's yeah. involvement taking? I guess it depends on and, if you and ask. I, and I, I'd, I'd hazard to guess that it's Filoni taking over. Yeah, I mean that dude. Uh, listening to him talk, did you watch that on that Mandalorian, Matt? That uh, behind the scenes Mandalorian stuff. I I haven't watched any of that yet. Oh man, the, you're in for a, a treat. There's there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed I'll I enjoyed that more than it. more than the series. And that's fair. And I like I respect the hell out of you, Bobby. And I I like hearing your opinion, even when I don't agree. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like it comes from a place of love. You know what I mean? That's true. And I can appreciate that, you know. Um, going back to the Clone Wars, what is Obi-Wan's booze name? Satine. Satine. I fucking hate her. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'll um, tell you why. You, you had this warrior culture, and you basically decided, basically on a fucking whim, that no, we're not about that anymore. Like, no. And and you wonder why the fucking Death Watch came to power. Really? Oh. Are you that fucking dumb? Um. I, I hope she fucking eats it in the worst way, even though I love <laughs> Obi-Wan. Like, I hope something terrible happens to her because you, miss, are the queen of the fucking not take. Well, you, like, Matt, your, your take is garbage anyway. Matt, knowing that you're in season five, you're, 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 you're almost there. Good. <laughs> um, I will say that, like, uh, it's funny. Like my my, uh, my buddy uh, Chevy Four by Four, he does the the customs, the um, like the custom paint job uh, Optimus and Megatron. I have. He's yeah, like, right on. Yeah, he's fucking amazing, ta- amazingly talented. Uh, it was funny because when he was like showing me like what he could do, and I was like, oh yeah, you fucking paint cars for a living. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> like, so I'm somehow <laughs> I'm somehow less impressed with your models now. <laughs> um, right. But anyway, he 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 fucking hates Obi Wan, right? And he he, hits, really? he fucking hates him, and he hits me he hits me up from time to time. And he's like he's like he's a fucking bitch, and I, and I'm like and I'm like look I'm like <laughs> look, I'll tell you it's funny because I've often said I prefer Star Wars when it's a tragedy than than anything else. I right. think that's when it works the best, and I and Obi Wan I, I like Obi Wan I, I you know. Star Wars and Transformers are kind of similar like that for me where like there's very few characters I don't like. Like I don't like Wheelie from Transformers. Right. And like I kind of sort of don't like uh fucking Jar Jar, but like I kind of like him too. I like I don't like that kid that fucking Anakin's kid friend. I don't fuck get that guy the fuck out of here. I don't like him. He's supposed to, um, like, because he's supposed to, yeah, because he's like supposed to, yeah, because he's like supposed to be Anakin's boy, but like the moment he can fucking downplay him or fucking be on anybody's side, he's like, he's like, ah, you're not gonna make it this time, Anakin. You're not gonna, you don't got, you don't got the fucking minerals. It's like, dude, whose fucking side are you on here? Right. I thought that you were my boy. Yeah. You know, 
at least in public, back me up 100%. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you got to take me in back of the slave shop and kind of tear me a new one, I, right, fine, we, but... Right, we do that behind closed doors. Yeah, so, like, I hate that kid. I'll say, I'll put that out there. I don't like that character. So, like, um, and I forgot where I was going with all this, because I got so, so angry with that little kid. Um, but, <laughs> about, like... About your butt, buddy hating oh, on Oh, yes, 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 yes. But, like, I don't, like, Obi-Wan's probably not in my top ten. Like, if I had to list out my top ten characters. And I love Obi-Wan. But he's probably not right. in my top ten. And what's funny to me about that is I think he is the tragedy of Star Wars. Like, he... Yeah, he really is. He has the most tragic fucking story. It is, like, the dude, like... Like, he's like, starts off so promising. And, like, he just goes on to make sacrifice after sacrifice for, the like, the true promising lineage. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Um, it, I just kind of get that feeling like um was it was it in dogma with that affleck thing where he's like god when is it my turn mm-hmm. when do i get to be in this sun <laughs> uh like no uh anakin needs his uh shoes tied so why don't you work on that uh to- toby one you're toby one now right yeah <laughs> you're just worried about anakin's shoes fitting his feet right like we need you to babysit these kids so go to this fucking <laughs> desert ass planet and live like a fucking hermit with no fucking yeah. human contact yoda's like for like who are we gonna get to watch over some kids who do we know this time? oh fucking uh what's his face uh qui-gon's guy he he watched anakin yeah. when he was a kid send his ass down because <laughs> that worked out so well yeah yeah but no i go ahead Obi-Wan is probably my favorite Jedi in the trilogy. Like, hands down, my favorite Jedi. You know, just the old, like that first, you know, from A New Hope, when it's like, you think that Obi-Wan could beat Vader. I always thought that. He could have beat him. But he's like, nope, I'm going to sacrifice myself, and I'm going to become more powerful than you can ever understand. Like, fuck you. Um, Like, I've, I've always doug obi-wan but satine like obi-wan you're better than that she's fucking hot garbage fucking drop her like she's hot <laughs> i uh, fucking hate her i hate her <laughs> I, we we gotta talk again after you see this episode <laughs> yeah. like, um, i hope i hope i hope she just gets fucking taken apart by a bunch of jawas with rusty spoons oh so man wow. that well that is the way <sighs> um and i I think my hate really comes from you know you had this culture and then you think that you you're gonna just flip it on the flip of a dime and everybody's gonna be okay with it and you're like surprised why there's this terrorist cell that's just fucking shit up it's like yeah that's how dumb are you that's true um it's interesting to me but it's but i i hear you i I really hope they kind of delve into that in season two. Like, I really want to know, like we talked about, about, you know, there are different clans. Like, is, is, you know, the Mandalorian part of like a super strict cult? Um, also, just to kind of prove my love of, you know, Star Wars, the first Hot Toys I ever ordered was Fat Boy fucking Mandalorian. Like, I got oh, really? pre-order. Yep, yep. So he's going to be my first hot toy, and then I have a uh, Beskar Mandalorian coming in after that. So, see, I, I, I'm, kinda... I'm getting the Beskar. Um, 
mm-hmm. and I'm getting IG-11, and I passed on the heavy. Um, yep. Not because I don't think he's cool. I do think he's cool. I just I have to pick and choose that line a bit more. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's another one where I'm like, 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 where the fuck is Gina Carano's character? That's surprising to me. That's really surprising to me that they haven't done a Gina. I wonder that they uh, do her and Carl Weathers uh, this go around. Oh, really? Yeah, I would. I would think so. I mean, like, I hope I think so. That but I'm, it's a it's a large enough show, right? Like, it, it depends. How many that. how many new suits is the Mandalorian going to wear? Right. I mean, because that's what we're going to get. He's got he's got he's got a new piece of thigh armor this time. See, get a new hot toy. Put him some new. Put him in some new suits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, well, I I held, I held off till they released the best guard version. Same. Same. They did the original, and I was like, yeah, it's cool and whatever. But you know, if I'm spending that kind of coin. I want what I specifically want. Yeah, I want. I, well, I want what he wants. If I got, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm, like I'm not gonna fucking spend two fifty for you to wear the shit you didn't want to wear. Bobby, right. I uh, I entered the doll life. I oh, uh, really put in. Well, who who do you think I put an order in for? Lando. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Gord. That would be it's the coolest. Choice. That would be the coolest fucking thing about you, man. Is if you were like, look, I'm buying one hot toy and one hot toy only. And it's for Lando from Bespin. And I'm right, good. <laughs> that shit would be swaggy as fuck. You're like, look, man, I just like the way the cape lays. I just, I'm into it. No, <laughs> when it, I went in for uh, Rex and Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. I can't blame you there. I went in on those. Also. That so, doesn't surprise me. So, so who do you guys hope that um, Tamora Morrison is playing? I, I want him to be Rex. Uh, I think yeah, that that's man. what we're going to get. But like when you say something like Cody. Yeah, that is interesting. Like, like you know, old man Cody, you know, imperial drone, you know, hunting people yeah. down still. Like, uh, that sounds all right. Yeah, like, I mean, I would definitely be up for Cody. I, the reason why I'm kind of, like, in, like, I want it to be Rex so bad is I just want that live action. I want it to be on, you know, on the big screen where it counts. Um, yeah. Even if it's the silver screen. I, I just want that live connection moment, uh, live action of Ahsoka and Rex. Like it's just I, one of those relationships I want to see on the screen. I got super amped for the for the casting of Ahsoka too. Oh my not it's perfect. I'll, I'll tell you something though, the casting and everything I've heard it all sounds good. Like I, I don't have any complaints there, but I wish that they would have been able to keep the casting or or the character teases or any of that stuff if they kept it under wraps and you just got that shit thrown on your plate watching that show would have been better yeah, than that's the true. expectation that it will be there and maybe we'll end up disappointed that's true you know it's funny right. i was thinking uh and I, I think i mentioned it on here but like i talked to somebody uh third party that was speaking to hasbro about why they dropped the ball on baby yoda because like you know, I, I was losing my mind over that shit. I was like, I was like, how fucking dumb is the entire world that they didn't know that this little thing was going to be a hit? You know, and like, right. and how could they not see that? You know, and like, I'm, hold on one second. I'm getting a call. I'm not going to take it, but let me do a custom uh, on a pod. <laughs> um, Podden. Podden. Uh, so like. <clears throat> 
I was like furious. You know, I was like, what the hell? Like, how could they not know? Why is there no toys? Like, we had fucking Porgs. We had fucking BB-8 uh, that was fucking, you know, you can have a remote control on your phone. And like, why the fuck did this not happen? Why is everybody scrambling to get Baby Yoda merchandise out? And they said because they were actually contacted by Lucasfilm and said, look, something is coming. Have a design team ready. When it hits the floor, it's probably going to be lucrative. But so that makes sense. But they, but we're not telling yeah. anybody because we don't want it to get out. And, and I, that's how we get so many spoilers too, especially from Lego, right? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because like I, I got to thinking about it, and I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like I had no idea. Like I, you know, I've been spoiled by everything regarding Star Wars for the past five years, and I had no idea Baby Yoda was coming. Yeah. No, and I thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah. You know, like they, they did it. They did it right. And I mean, I, I get the frustration because it was like, you know, it was that Christmas time and my step, you know, buying for a 17 year old girl is not fucking easy. Um, you know, it's like, do I get her another sweatshirt? So I was like right. kind of hunting around, like looking for some baby Yoda shit and nope, sorry. Um, so that's, that's pretty interesting. And I, I kind of dig that, you know, yeah. I like that. You know, I, yeah, I want the, I wanted the baby Yoda for her for whatever, but I kind of respect that it didn't, it, he wasn't in the, any, in any of the advertisement shit and yeah. it didn't get spoiled. Yeah. No, I, I, I gotta say that that's probably the first, oh shit moment I've had in star Wars, uh, you know, since, you know, Disney took it because I've been so right. on top of the spoilers. Um, right. I, I and, thought that was super cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it to be honest. It won't stop me from from my from my spoilery ways, but uh, but I did. I got to admit, I did enjoy it. Um, and to be fair, I wish I could. Um, like because I would enjoy. I think I would enjoy the surprise more. Right. But at the same time, I like I can't. Like I just don't. I don't have the self control. Like I, it's like it's like it's like telling the heroin addict, like yo, just just stop. Yeah, just quit. Yeah, it's like, well, no, I can't. It's not that easy. I right. I, I, I can't, like, live knowing that the information is out there. It's like it's hard to breathe. You know, it's yeah. like I have to fucking know. I have to know. I, I don't know if I'll be that way, though, in the future. Because, like, that's the thing about the Skywalker line kind of being over. I'm like, oh, well, now I'm kind of, like, just up to see where it goes. Yeah. Now, do, do you, like, so... We're kind of getting far afield, but whatever. Yeah, it's all right. I'm having a good time. With <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm having uh, a fucking great talk. What? What do? You, where do you want it? Where do you want to see the new flicks go? Like, um, do you want one-offs? Do you want more trilogy shit? Do you want? Like, what do you want? So i I know I want them far the fuck away from the original trilogy era. That okay. I know. So, I think so either forward or back. Yes. And I think if they were doing if they were doing trilogies, I want to go way back or way in the yeah. future. And I think that the the I think that the the smart play here is to do Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. Like that's the smart play. But I've seen a lot of dumb decisions over there regarding what they should and shouldn't do. So I don't know what they're you know what I mean. But if they're doing spinoffs, I want it. During a very specific era, 
and that is specifically between six and seven, closer to seven. Ah, that's what I want because that's that's it, when I look at Star Wars now in a post nine world. When I look at it, I feel like it's like this sheet of blue. And mm-hmm. behind the sheet of blue is a whiteboard. And there's this one hole in the blue where I can see the whiteboard. And I just want it to be all blue. And yeah. and that spot is between 6 and 7 and the depth of that spot is closer to 7 than it is to 6. You know, even the Mandalorian is closer to 6. It's like they're, yeah. they're they're like afraid of. I, I feel like that's my issue with them in the way that they view the original trilogy. The, the original trilogy is the fucking best and worst thing that ever happened to Star Wars, and I could go into a whole conversation just about that. But yeah. they're so afraid. They it's like they don't believe in their own brand. You know, it's like they just want to hover around. Well, like, look, if we make like, all right, guys, sit down. I'm I'm thinking about a movie. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. You know when Luke and Leia kiss, right? Well, after that, Han like walks down the hallway. And I was thinking about we could do a whole movie based on that moment. In but it's like, dude, no. Just leave it a fucking loan. It's fine. There's no big unanswered questions from that era. You've overturned all of it. Except I'd take a rogue two if they did it on the Bothan spies. Oh, okay. Like where it was more of like a James Bond, like yes. Boston Bond yes. kind of deal, where yes. it's like, okay, we got to do this to get this, and yes. then we got to fucking yeah, that would be cool. I would take that. And then that you, would definitely be cool. And then if you could get like the Emperor, you know, to to like, you know, it was I like that's all that shit. Like you know, but you could see how he like let him let it fall into their hands. Right mm. at the end, he's like, "Ha ha! It was me." <laughs> It was I who's this dude's funny, man. Um, I was did my best through press. Oh God! But yeah, that that um that that would be the other spinoff during the original trilogy era. I'd be interested in, and only because we have Rogue One. So I'd be like, yeah, just give mm. me just give me the other story now. Um, yeah. What about you? Uh, I I kind of be interested to some like old Republic shit. Mm. Like that would be cool. I'd be down for that. I just want to be done with the Skywalkers. Um, I've had my fill of it. I I really don't like what they did with Ray as far as all that shit goes. Yeah. Um, you guys have hit on that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I I'd like a straight up fucking Wookiee movie. Like just give me fucking all Wookies all the time. Oh, dude! Like, don't I gotta ask all you? All subtitled? No. Oh, you already gave it. I was gonna say subbed or dubbed. Subtitled one hundred percent. I want to see it dubbed. It's like where it's like J- J- Jerry, Jerry. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> and with just terrible accents on each of them, yeah. oh, like boy. super ethnic. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, like you could tell the because I feel like that's where, where like the, the the dub always comes in. Like you could tell they used to speak just that language, so it had to sound like somebody just spoke. What is it called, uh, Gort Ryuruk? Oh. It's that's yeah, not think, on whatever the fuck. I, I don't have it today. <laughs> um, somebody just used to speak that, and now they can speak English. Um, right. Like I'm thinking, like she, she, she we can't pronounce any of that stuff. But like she ruled. Yeah, 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 that might yeah, be the yeah, name yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the language. So, uh, it's not. Coming. So let's go around and wrap this up. But let's let's go around and and do um, 
uh, not a five and five because I always like to. to, to... Hang hang on a sec, Bobby. Okay. Okay. Just as far as like getting content in an era and like where we'd like to see anything go. Oh yeah, that's right. You didn't answer. I'm sorry. Closer, like closer to seven. It's almost like I feel like it's a damaged goods era with the kind of stories that they can tell. Definitely, you have to focus on Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren and like you know the up and coming First Order. I think like that's the only way any of that really would be interesting to me but you have luke out of the picture as he's in exile and you already just have this big component gone and i think that was already to the detriment of those movies yeah, a little bit we still never got an explanation of what happened to luke's school you know like, not an ex- we still don't know i know i know there was a comic that was just going over some of that oh, I, I didn't so i don't sake. know what it does no no i'm just saying i, I just don't know what yeah, no, Whatever. I know. That was the Knights of Ren comic, right? Um, Rise of Kylo Ren, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It I mean, doesn't matter, Esteban. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately. But, but, that, but that era, because yeah, well, we know where it goes, how it ends up. I would like, take an animated, I would take a Clone Wars of that era. Because like oh, when you say closer cool. to seven, like, like Luke's school getting burned down, like that's still a ways away from like seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And and that, but that's my problem. There's a big gap there where I, I don't feel like I don't know what the meat and potatoes could be there. Like I'm not going to say no to Star Wars, but that's like the last place I want to be because huh. the more I've gotten away from Episode Nine, and and I did enjoy it, and I, I'll enjoy it if I went upstairs and turned it on right now. But right. Mm, no, that's that's probably the, one of the last movies I might put on. I'm, I might be happier to watch some Episode Two and Rogue One and. All that stuff. Yeah, I mean, in episode like, nine, I, I enjoy too. Like, I want to put that out there also. Like, I enjoy that movie. I just don't think it's good. <laughs> I, I'm happy that there's this big bow on it and that it's over. There was always that, like, you know, quest for knowledge. Like, hey, what, what happens? What is the story? Who is who? But then you get it all. I'm like, okay, it's done. I'm like, good, it's done. I d- there, this is there done. were some really high beats for me being the super yeah, Chewbacca nice. fan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, I caught the feels in certain points of that, yeah. but like that whole emperor shit was like, it was like, you guys just ripped off 40 K right here. Didn't you? Like I got where everything's so fucking dark and there's like all these cultists and it's yeah, like, where the fuck true. did these guys even come from? That's true. It just gave me like real 40 K vibes. That's I'm a, like, that's a little bit of uh poetic justice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but the fucking emperor. Yeah. But like, um, that that whole sequel era, uh, you know, it's in its pocket. Knights of the Old Republic, like Old Republic, like anything distance, I'm definitely good for. But even mm. the dark times, and, and I guess we'll get that with this Bad Batch show um, to some effect. Yeah. Like I, it doesn't I, necessarily I, need to follow Jedi, but like just. I, no, I want to follow Vader and the Inquisitors. Well, kind of, yeah. Like I, I, I would like that, but I, I want to see like, you know. The, the Imperials just taking over the galaxy like slowly like you transition from like the Republic to the Empire everybody's you know all right with this and when is it turning how does it turn like when are people like these guys are assholes you know the attempt just, on my life has left me scarred <laughs> and deformed I was, but, but, but everybody in my house says that like whenever they, they have like um like whatever like you fall and scrape your knee and you know, my daughter will be like, the attempt on my life has left me scarred and deformed. You live fucking... in an elevated household, Bobby. <laughs> because amazing. I, I go upstairs and my Star Wars oh. quotes are going to be Roger, Roger. <laughs> yeah, <man>. oh. 
I just shriek and wookish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like it's like a classic line around here. So whenever like when I think about like the Republic becoming the Empire, I think about that speech and then that line holds a lot of weight around here. So um so let me ask this. We'll, we'll do this to kind of close it out. Uh, we'll go around, all three of us, and say, give me five things that you love about The Mandalorian and three things that you wish they would have done better or different or something along those lines. Three criticisms. We err on the side of positivity. All right. Five positive and three, you know, and three and better three. luck next time. Yeah. And we'll start with our guest. So the the thing I love is the expansion on kind of the Mandalorian culture, and I want more of that. Um, I really like the lone wolf and cub kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. I like the Western vibes. Um, f- fucking Bill Burr, you know. <laughs> I, I just I, <laughs> right. I take a Star Wars show was just based on that character, and he just fucks around like, oh, this week he gets a beer. You know, um, I thought that was amazing. I I like that they're adding to this overall story Mm. of the fall of the empire. Mm -hmm. Um, So that I guess that's my five positive. Okay. And what about you? Also, Fat Boy Mando. Right. Of course. Because it it, it showed like, hey, you're slightly overweight. (laughs) Like you can be you too can be a part of this (laughs) representation, man. Yeah. Made me feel good. Um. And what was the uh, what were the three we're looking for the negatives? Yeah, three criticisms. Oh, the fucking overacting on the Twilik girl. Yeah. Like you, you got to go. Yeah. Um, the kind of glossing over the cultural aspect. It was just kind of like whatever. Um, I feel like they didn't really go into um, why Fatboy Mando was so mad about him taking money from the Imperials. Right. Um, uh, another criticism is is the 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 hopping around of direct directors. So as visually, a lot of the episodes are very visually different, and it can be kind of jarring, especially when the previous episode was filmed in a way that suited me, and then the next episode is a way that doesn't suit me. I guess is right. would be a criticism. Like they need to get they need to decide how they're going to do the directing. I don't want it to be this rotating. Oh. You know, we're going to have Kevin Smith do this episode and, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard is going to do this one and Tika Watiti is going to do this, one. you know, just let, let, let's have a, a solid directing core and, and stick to it. Right. Right. I think that's so. fair. I think that's fair. Uh, also, I, I didn't mention it, but the armorer, the armorer, when she turned that fucking stormtroopers head to kitty litter. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. She's, like, she's great. I, Oh, I'm, if she, I, if I, they I have, have a hot toy her, I'm getting it. I have more of a connection to her because she fucking says more. Yeah, she has more going on. I actually want to know more about that character. Just the knowledge that they're bringing, like very, very calm about it all. Yeah, mm. you know, like that's that's someone who's like at peace with everything that's going on. Like her people just you know died in the basement there, and she's burning down you know the armor of her culture and. Just this is the way. This is, yeah. this is all good. And she's well, kneeling good, there, know? and the and the stormtroopers come in, and she's just ready to fucking do work with literal hammer and tongs. <laughs> I think that that was the most metal fucking. That's fair. The most metal part of. Uh, I hate to say it, 
but that was the most metal Star Wars scene ever. You might like, be period. Uh, yeah, you dot. might be right. You might be right about that. You might be right about that. When she hits that stormtrooper in the face and it just his helmet just shatters, you're like, oh fuck, this lady mad. I like um the other trooper, he gets like shoved into the flame and just is gone. Like that yeah. stuff is hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool too. All right, Gort, go for it. Five All and right. three. So so let's see, positives like kind of the grander culture that they're bringing like with the mandalorians but the representation of all the the, the alien people is like you're getting your your ugnot or getting to see like an ig unit in action like all these things were just it's in the background it's not important but they they brought the importance you know of what all this is or what it could be you know what it, what does it look like you know how does it function and and especially with the, the the ugnot there and he's talking about having been like an imperial slave and Things yeah, like that, that was, like you got that was heartbreaking kind of too, right? Oh, I yeah, no him 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 biting it. No, just him talking just like like I forget who like you were an imperial blah 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 and kind of shitting on him and it's like no, like I didn't agree with it, but this is what I had to fucking do. Yeah. And guess what? This is what I fucking did. So eat a bag of dicks. Yeah, yeah. that's his survival. Yeah. That's fair. All right, let's see. Mm. So I got that. Um, it's, it, I, I feel like I'm in the minority here, but I, I, I enjoy the score of the show. I think it's not always a hit, but, but largely I think it's a, a good positive. Yeah. I, I felt that it was hitting a lot of the beats and, and, and everything when it needed to. And maybe the most lackluster that it ever was is the Bryce Dallas Howard episode uh, where they're you know farming in the village there. Like that, that music was, man, it was like Harry Potter awfulness. But... <laughs> So we'll, we'll count that one as my negative and my positive, if you want. <laughs> it really that, that really irked me. Um, having all the different directors, maybe a more cohesive vision with everybody, but I think that that was largely a positive because you could have had one guy like Filoni doing this whole show, and maybe it could have been a shit show. We have a hit and a bit of a miss there with him, but that might be something that was also the saving grace of uh yeah. the series so i think that that's a that's a that's a big you know bonus there you know spread that talent ah uh, all right what do, what do we got hmm. i don't know it's it, it it's like interesting to see like the prison ship there and how the new republic is vaguely mentioned like you're not getting into it like it's it's a taste of like that grander world, and where you go in with the X wings and you know how it's all represented. But you know I'm left with those kind of questions. Like we get a lot of answers to things, and I'm talking about the representation of aliens and seeing things we never saw. Say we've seen the whole rebellion already, we get a taste of the New Republic. So like I like that it leaves me you know wanting to know more about that, and likewise with the Empire. So I'd I'd lead it into that the whole representation of the Empire there. You know, you have this, you know, old German guy, you know, he's, he's got his swag and all that, and I get it. And then you got Esposito, like a completely different kind of guy. And yeah. they're both, you know, people of power within this yeah. imperial remnant. And well, you kind, you kind of look at it, you know, like Herzog's troopers, they're all fucking grimy, yeah. dirty, yeah. and yeah. whatever. And he doesn't give a fuck about that. But Esposito, you, I got the feeling like if you're in his 
squad or crew or whatever like if you showed up with like a scuffed boot he'd fucking just throw you out an airlock you know what i mean well, like I, you're on i also on point I, I at think, all I think times you're, you're yeah you know you're you're 100 right there well, and the dialogue in that last episode is like i oh, just shot an officer guy guy was questioning his orders <laughs> well i also i also think it says something about the two of them because i don't get I, I never got the impression that herzog was run down you know, so like I, I look at it that way too, where it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, these guys are doing business, and this guy looks all right, but his crew looks like shit. So like that right. that 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 pyramid scheme is top heavy. <laughs> you know, yeah. Where like with Esposito, it seems more like a like like, and I agree. I think that he's the same way. Like you know, everything better be right. We're still the empire. We're going to hold on to these old values and et cetera. But yeah. I don't get I, I get I get the impression from him that like if you know if he gets a stake you know how many guys we have because we got to cut it up that many ways. Yeah. Oh, like, you you think you think he's more of like a equal like we're equals kind of shit versus like not, I'm your boss. Not that we're equals. I think that he thinks that he's definitely superior to them. But it's like he's a leader of these troops and these are my troops. I have to hold. I have to put them in line. And sometimes I got to do stuff to him. I wish I didn't have to, but. We are a unit, and they are only as good as you know my leadership. And at the same time, though, I need them to be able to perform. So they're going to have, you know, if it comes down to food, you know, I'm going to feed them. If it comes down to money, we're, yeah. we're going to share it. Um, whereas Herr Herzog seemed like he was living high off the the, the, the hog, as it were, and his crew <laughs> and his crew looks like they haven't had a bath in fucking three months. Right. That's that's a that's a good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, but and uh, so what what do you have for criticisms, Gort? Well, criticism, you know, also the music there, like just terrible in in that one episode. But man, I I had something and I and I've lost it. Like just thinking about the empire there. But fuck, like that's gonna it's gonna drive me crazy. Um, I feel like I I know I had something good, but. No, ne- ne- negative wise, it's 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 weird. Like in a way, some of it is the Mandalorian himself. Like you know, he's he's very hyped up, and he's clearly this person of esteem. But like, I always wonder, like, well, what exactly is the skill level of this guy? Because he gets shot a lot. And like, thank God he has that armor. So yeah. the fact that he it's it's not that he gets beaten up by a rhino. Like, sure, I expect that. Like, you got hit by a Mack truck with hair. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. In the prison, <clears throat> in the prison ship episode, he gets shot up by all those droids. Like he was dead. If it was those other guys, they they were they were dead, and that's why they're looking at him like, oh holy shit! Mm-hmm. But that's because the armor is saving his life. Like the armor is, you know, certainly special. But like that's that's a negative. Is that like I feel like you know Han Solo didn't get shot like that. Like it didn't happen. Like mm-hmm. Leia got shot one time. She was totally fine. But this guy's like shot he- in like the head. You you feel like he needs to up his he needs to be more badass. I like, kind of I kind of I kind of agree with that too. I I think that like mm. everything about the perception of him is that he is a badass, but when he's, but he's put not. in those scenarios, it doesn't seem like he really is that much of a badass. Right. And and I'm not saying like don't take like a hit or something, but like there's there's the difference of the glancing blow versus just blatantly being shot like even when he approaches the droid in the first episode, gets shot right in the shoulder. Right. His only yeah, no. piece of, you know, definite Beskar. Beskar at the time, other than maybe his helmet. You know, lucky him. 
<laughs> lucky, lucky writers, right there. Yeah. Um, I, I know I had another negative. Like, give give, give me a second on okay. that. Like, I I want to really want to remember that. But uh, Bobby, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead I'll give you. I'll give you mine. I um the my number one thing praise of it is that whole you know the abandoned son of a family to a cult to find a family just to abandon the family to save a son that Chan pointed out to me. Mm. It just totally changed the way I view the entire series. So that's got to be my number one. I, I got I got, I got, got what the negative was. Okay, go ahead. It, it plays directly into that. So he's com- the Mandalorian. It's the criticism of the character. Very unaware of the Jedi or the Force. And not understanding that what you just witnessed happens to be the Force, maybe only having heard about it, but he doesn't seem to know what the Jedi are. He seems pretty clueless when it's being explained to him by the Armorer. He grew up, you know, he was of age during the Clone Wars in, in uh, post-Order 66. Don't tell me that this guy, and also a Mandalorian, doesn't know what the Jedi are. Like, that's, right. that's a historical enemy of your people, your culture. How do you not know? That's so th- that he seems yeah. unaware. Like, I, don't, I don't buy that. That's fair. It's weird. Um, I think it's a good crew. Uh, like I, I think the crew is always important to Star Wars, and I think that's a good crew. Um, I like uh, I like a lot of the casting, kind of in general. Like I like uh, Cara Dune. I like Esposito. I like uh, Nick Nolte, Bill Burr. Like I like a lot of the casting in it, and like some of those people that I never thought I would see in Star Wars, and makes so much sense to be in Star Wars. Yeah, uh, I like the, the I like the I like the culture aspects to a lot of it. I like the stuff they bring in with the Mandalorians, <clears throat> and I also, but I also like stuff like the Imperial culture. Like I love when Herzog is talking, and like you know, and they're talking about like the fall of the Empire, and he's kind of like, are things so much better now? Like you know what I mean? What was better, right? When we were fucking in control, or now? Like I dig that. Just that's a challenging question to be asked sometimes, and you know, like there's definitely like some some real world comparisons that can be drawn from it. But I think Hong Kong is is what springs to mind these days. Yeah, you know, um, and then lastly, like you know, win, lose, or draw. Even if I fucking hated this series, which I don't, it just seems like that sometimes. I got to see Mandalorians fighting. Like in an open field, I mean, an open town, jetpacks, guns, the whole bit. Like, it's like one of those like Star Wars checkoffs for me. It's yeah, like, the yep. spectacle that you need. Yeah, like I saw and it. deserve. I saw it. It <laughs> happened. You know what I mean? And like, that was super powerful too. Yep. And like you know, it kind of goes back to that thing we were talking about, where you know you have your boy. And I've always kind of been this way. Like if I have a friend that does something or says something that I don't agree with, I'll never like chastise them in front of outsiders as it were. Right. But you know, maybe behind the scenes, I might be like, what the fuck are you doing? Kind of deal. Um, and that just, that love like really spoke to me as far as I don't agree with what you're doing, but you're in the shits right now. And guess who the first one coming out is going to be? Right. Um, it's fucking, it's blood in, blood out. Vatos locos homes. Yep. Like, you know, like this is what it is. Like mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll deal with our issues later. You know? And, and I mean, that's, that, that's brotherhood, right? Like that is, that is 100%. That's how it is. Like, you know, like, Oh fuck, we got to fight this out. Well, when I get home, I'm going to wear his ass out. Cause we shouldn't be in this mess. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> um, 
but yeah, a lot, I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, no matter how bad that show could have gotten, that seeing that on screen can never be undone. Um, for my negatives, obviously, the no conne- I have no connection to the lead character. I, I, it doesn't resonate with me. I just don't feel like I have anything to hold on to with him, so to speak. The heavy, so to speak. Um, the other, my second, my second one there, I'm going to, um, because I, I didn't want to kind of just rehash things I've kind of talked about during this, this, this episode. So here's the issue I have with it, man, that like it didn't, uh, and this sounds very American and I get it. And I, I it is what it is. It's where I'm fucking from. I like Star Wars to be a spectacle. When Star Wars is coming out, I want it to be an event. I want to buy the visual dictionary and the art book and the soundtrack and the toys and the, you know what I mean? I want to see the posters and then I want to go experience it. I still don't have a fucking art book. I don't have a fucking visual guide. I don't have the, the soundtrack released digitally Mm -hmm. because fucking this era. And like, yeah. You know, like, I, I don't like how the rollout was done for this show in general. Um, That's fair. It, it, it didn't make me have that, like, it, it, you know, and to be fair, maybe that's why I'm not connecting with it the same way. Because, like, before I would go watch the film, and then I'd come home and I'd run and look at the visual guide or, like, look, look at the, you know, art and be like, oh, shit, like, this is what that mm-hmm. is. And I couldn't do that here. I couldn't have that same experience. Might and then, be the difference of a movie and a show, too. Yeah, 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 maybe because it's not like we got it with Clone Wars or Rebels, but I also feel like that's like animated. It's like not quite the same thing. Like it, it matters a little bit more than the books. Um, and then there's the, the my, my last thing is just it's the fucking streaming mentality, man. It's the it's more yeah. important to lock people in front of a fucking TV for eight hours over the span of eight weeks than it is to lock them in in front of the TV for two hours on one day. And I feel like this could have probably been boiled down to one movie, even if it was like a straight to streaming movie, or at the very least, uh, a part one and part two. And like, yeah. Uh, and as that, a, go ahead, sorry. No, and just as a result, it's just it's just playing into this same shit, the system that I've been fucking getting angrier and angrier about as time has gone on about the way that media entertainment platforms are utilizing streaming to make worse content to get more money. <laughs> now, that that leads into something that I have as a question too. Like I want to I want to stay on that uh for just a second. Yeah. With um with the Snyder cut mm-hmm. which is now Justice League director's cut I I had read is going to be the uh which which is it's kind of sounds like a bit of a snub. There's two directors, but we all know there's really one. Right. And is it true they were going to break that down to four episodes? Yep. Okay. Now, when it's going to be extremely long content like that, like four hours, mm-hmm. say against like a two and a half that Joss Whedon gave us, is it really going to be fair to compare that to both of those? No, probably not. Point? Probably not. And the other thing to that is that like, see, the thing is, is like. If Jose would have made this movie from start to finish, it would have also been three to four hours. Like, right. you know, most mm-hmm. movies are about two and a half <laughs> to three and a half hours. You take a movie like Justice League, which is a huge kind of, you know, elephant to eat, so to speak. And like, 
that it's going to be that long anyway. It, that, my worry with them doing this same thing, this fucking streaming era, is that they had this four-hour thing that would be better as an hour-and-a-half thing or two-hour thing. You know, but I say that to say this, the fucking Snyder cut of uh, Batman vs. Superman way better than the theatrical cut, you know? So the jury's out on that one. I can only kind of judge it after I've seen mm-hmm. it. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's like if you don't think that getting people get, like showing showing stock people like people that are in, invested in your company if you don't think that they're going to those people and saying that we have this sort of retention amongst our viewership here on Disney Plus if you don't think that matters to them you're fucking mistaken yeah and and that's cool if the content deserves to be that long but if it doesn't, then you're playing a numbers game. And that's what makes my hands feel dirty when dealing with the streaming era. Uh-huh. That's something that I wonder about with the Justice League thing, especially because, well, it's something that I feel could be even forgiven, too, if there's like just a financial decision behind it, whatever that might be. But this is all, this is all you're going to get. So, like, better, better get it while you can, yeah. I think. So, all I don't- forgiven there. I don't particularly mind the drawn out like fiction stuff. Like I, I do get what you're saying, but these fucking documentaries, man, cause I'm a big documentary guy. Mm-hmm. Same here. And it, like, I try, I was into the McDonald's one, you know, and the Malcolm X one that was on Netflix, Yep. but it's like, it's like eight episodes or six episodes. And it's like, you're, you're busy rehashing the same shit that you already talked about. Yep. An episode ago yep. and it now it's fucking yeah it's it's fucking trash yeah I, it's, it's like, pandering it's pandering it's, and it's pandering for retention it's 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 uh-huh. show it's just trying to show other people we can lock these people in into their phones or their devices or their tvs for this amount of time on average yeah and yeah Honestly, this might be something that was good about The Mandalorian in a way, being more of the half-hour format. You know, people complaining that it wasn't hour-long, but I think that that's, that's a positive, especially with some of these stories that they ended up telling. Can you imagine if they'd drawn out some of that stuff to, like, an hour-long I mean, format? Yeah, yeah. All the filler shit that'd be in there? Some, uh, some, no, thank you. Some, some of it felt like an hour to me anyway, Gort. So. Um, but, <laughs> not, but not all of it. But not all of it. But not all of it. Just a few. Uh, so let me ask this one last question. Who's the uh, chick in the hood? Sasha Banks. <laughs> is that oh. the is that the actress's name? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Who who do you think she is? An asshole. I'm kind of hoping it's the I and I I'm I'm such a dickhead. I'm hoping it's the Dathomir witch from Clone Wars. Um, what the hell was her name? Mother Talz. No, no, the the Dooku's assistant. Does she die? Oh, it's not. Uh, she she dies She's, in a she book. Is, did she dies in a oh book. fuck yeah so that would have been cool though <laughs> i would i would have been like, on board for that like i just want i don't care who it is i just want it to be like a dark like a kind of a dark force user but i want a chick with tattoos on her head <laughs> now i'm game with that what do you think? that's my vibe not, not who you i know? think it is but I'm, I'm game with what you're saying right. we, we can have that what do you think gort I, you know, they're they're talking about Jedi in the scene, and I and I largely think it is definitely not a Jedi character, not not a Force user, and I'm not even sure that I think it's the rumored uh, Sabine Wren. I I think it's going to be unknown, and 
I think I think they'll just get us with something. Gotcha. You know, expectation and reality are not going to match up here. I think I'm going with Sabine. I'm getting a Sabine vibe. I, I think that she's got a likeness to the animation. Yeah. Um, and you know, she colors her hair too, which is you know funny in real life. I wonder if that had anything to do with. It. And but she would be I don't, a good I, way to connect yeah. the Mandalorian to Ahsoka. Well. I, I connect the Mandalorian to other Mandalorian things we know. Even yeah, well, that's what yeah. I mean. Like, like yeah, you know, it would be interesting. Uh, but I'm up for whatever. Matt, thank you for coming on. I had a great conversation. No. Thanks for having me. It Thanks for a, having me. An absolute pleasure. And uh, and yeah, and we're look to the listeners. Uh, we'll be back as soon as we can. <laughs> we we might have to do force sensitive in seasons. Um, <laughs> Only because, like, uh, the we usually record Friday mornings, but now I'm a teacher on Friday mornings, so it it makes and a life, principal and, and a driver and, and a principal and a flyer and a driver and a flyer. Yes, all true. Um, <laughs> so it's it's made life a little bit more complicated. Um, but we will we will try to at least get out something. You know, I, I'll say this: we'll do as much as we can. I can commit to that. And with that, we're out of here. Thanks, everybody. Gorge, you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. And mm-hmm. season two Mandalorian, as that's coming out, we'll have a special project in the works. That's More to come ooh. as that season comes to a close. That sounds good. Seizures. Oh, fuck. Seizures? <laughs> yeah. I'm having a fucking seizure. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs>